0: Yo, y'all know I'm only going to interview people that take my mind away from chronic illness and physical limitations. Check out who I got for you this week. Swanging and banging on the ones and twos allowed me to reintroduce myself to you. I'm Kendrick Gavant, your professor of gratitude because all I'm ever going to do is remind y'all that the difference between being grateful and showing gratitude. On today... On this fantastic day, we are interviewing somebody I have met on Clubhouse. We're interviewing somebody who I consider to be one of the virtual community organizers that you've got to keep your eye on. And I don't want to say too much and let her introduce herself, so I will be quiet. Jennifer, please introduce yourself and tell these good people how we met.
1: Hey Kendrick, it is such a pleasure to be here today. First of all, I'm, it's such an honor to be on your podcast with you. And yes, we met on, on Clubhouse in one of those spaces where I remember hearing you speak for the first time and hearing your story and how inspiring and empowering you were. And I really felt that we had a connection in, in our stories and how much that we are going through each of us and you know how we are uh, overcoming with resilience and really trying to beat those those things that we're going through. So it was really a pleasure just meeting you on Clubhouse. And for me, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jennifer. I'm a health and wellness and beauty entrepreneur. I'm also a global summit producer and speaker. So I produce a lot of large events and summits. I'm also an author of four children's books. And I'm also the host of the Simply Real podcast. And I do a lot of other things. And more importantly, I am a Parkinson's warrior and advocate. So when I was diagnosed with Parkinson, that's how you know my story and Kendrick your story it just sort of, sort of aligned the stars and I feel like every time I, we hear each other speak we just kind of understand what we're going through because it's, it's very similar in storylines right
0: yeah it's super duper similar especially with the fact of how we have to deal with other people when I say other people I mean those with the chronic illness I mean those that don't have a chronic illness how you have to deal with your family I feel like we're aligned in so many ways and I look up to how you deal with, with a few things. In particular, so before, even, before I even get too too deep, I gotta let the world know how it was just the other day that we were in the clubhouse room and, and I was felt really empowered and I, and I was really awesome. And I was really stuck about this room I had just been into where I had met a bunch of men with multiple sclerosis my same illness and I felt like it was it was it was so gunko was so it was so manly I had never been around energy like that and I loved it and at the same time there were pieces of it of course that I disagree with I didn't like how much the other four who have medication look down and talk bad on what I do and everything because I don't have western med because I don't do western medication so they look bad on the mindset the Trash Talk, the, the Gratitude Journal, they, they didn't believe the whole thing about putting your mindset over, they right. just didn't believe in, in any of that. And somebody came into your room, and they questioned both of our, and they, quest, they offered advice as to how the two of us, one of us with Parkinson's, and one of us with this primary progressive multiple sclerosis, they offered their advice on how we should do things to handle it. And the way you handled that, Queen, oh, oh, man. I mean, you handled that so well. And I was, I actually took notes and I am like, oh, that's how you handle people <laughs> that are trying to tell you some shit about how to handle things. So a thousand thank yous, Queen Jennifer. I, I sincerely appreciated that. I have not been back to that mo- to, to room yet. But when I do, I feel so much better equipped and so much more cool about when I go back what I'm going to hear. So a thousand thank yous hey. for that
1: course and you see that that's a thing everyone's going always going to have their own opinion of how you should handle something of the route you should go down the path that you should follow but here's the thing only you know what's in your heart only you know what you need to follow for yourself and sometimes it's about blocking everybody else out and letting them know okay we appreciate your opinion we we respect your opinion and we understand it but at the same time this is my life and this is the way that I need to live it for myself and the path that I choose is what's right for me and in that moment and sometimes it's just about being aware of other people's opinions and what they think and putting that into perspective almost but really just kind of changing the mind frame of how you respond to the situation. I mean I come across people all day long in Clubhouse who I may not always agree with but you know it's really about switching that mind frame and changing your perspective to say okay maybe I don't agree but you know what we can agree to disagree and we can go our separate ways.
0: I like that. I like that. I like that so much, especially because you brought up people that don't agree with, and we were talking previously. Is there any family in your life, close family members, that don't agree with how you treat your your condition?
1: Well, you know what? I will have to say I'm pretty blessed with my family, that they are always on my side and they support every step of the way. When I started off, when I was first diagnosed, I fought without, you know, making sure I had the holistic approach, which I am still doing, obviously. Um, and I think they have always 100% behind me. My family's always researching of new things that can really help. They're always looking up new areas. They're always looking up new clinical trials. They're always looking at holistic approaches. I mean, my family, I have to say, is really blessed in, in that area. My sisters are on the medical field. So one's a occupational therapist and the other one's a physical uh, Yeah, physician assistant. So they do, they are in the medical field. So they do have that little bit more of that medical background where they probably don't believe too much in the allopathic care side of things. But I always take their opinions with a grain of salt. And I always, I respect them. They're my sisters and I value what they say. But again, that goes back to whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's people on Clubhouse. At the end of the day, Kendrick, we each have to live our own lives and we have to find our own path. So Family can be there, family can tell you what they want, but I'm the one going through it, you're the one going through it. So we each have to figure out that path that's right for us, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Since we are the ones going through it, and whoever has these conditions are the ones going through it. You got to make yourself a priority. So you can listen right. to whatever you want to listen to, but it's upon you to act on whatever you whatever you have actually heard. Exactly. So yeah. I, I super duper dig that. And see, that's the reason why I follow you and I call you one of the super moderators on Clubhouse. It's that kind of advice, that even killed advice that that always calms me down. Cause I don't know, I don't know if you understand, Queen, but yo, your boy gets way up. Like even my down is still kind of up. So. Just your energy, the way the the way you can put things so evenly, put the way you can just has a calming effect, even for me. I appreciate you on Club. I, I told you earlier, I had I appreciate you for that. You, even now, you're doing it. Just the way that you're responding to questions helps me to slow down what I'm asking, so I don't stutter as much and everything else. Oh, I appreciate
1: you. And well, I for that, Queen. How, how, that moment of awareness for yourself too. That's why it's always important to put your energy with good people. The people who have that good energy and vibration can actually help you upbring your own energy and vibration. So it's always so good to keep yourself around good networks of people. Even on Clubhouse Kendrick, you gotta be careful with those rooms you're going into and making sure that you are getting that good energy, getting the positive feedback, because what you what you put into yourself is what you put back out into the universe, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've had to learn the hard way with clubhouse with that. Cause I started out on clubhouse and I almost out had to be in a certain room just to go to the sleep at night. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was so bad and I've calmed down quite a bit over, over the past few months to where I don't, I'm, no, I'm nowhere near as addicted to it as I once was, but what you speak of, of watching the energy and everything and the people that you're around being in those rooms, even though it's just audio if you're in those rooms and all they're doing is trash talking to each other and they're talking about whatever cultural thing is going on right now, whatever hot topic is going on right now, that actually does disturb your soul. Yeah. And whenever you, whenever you are stuck in the wheelchair and you don't get outside as much anyway and you don't get around as many people, if that's what you're hearing a lot, oh snap, that affects the way you parent, that affects the way that you talk to your spouse, that affects where you talk to yourself because even talking to yourself becomes a whole god dog, man. Kanye West. Oh, my God. I can't believe he and Kim are still arguing over that dog on tape. And then next thing you know, it's been an hour and a half. You done looked it up on online real quick. You haven't done anything that you were supposed to do. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. It's just like that. OK, whenever we're talking about Clubhouse, I know from Clubhouse and I know from, from your profiles, you are you are doing Is this your third time doing this virtual event where you doing something with the energy of people and bringing people together? It's Friday. Hey! Yeah, I'm tripping, man. I'm not a Leo. Nope. For real, though, y'all need to get your water in. Remember, half your body weight in water is what is best. If you weigh 100 pounds, you need about 50 ounces. If you weigh 200 pounds, you need about 100 ounces, and it goes like that. Half your body weight in water. I'm out.
1: Yes. This is my third annual global healing motivational summit. So the first year that I did it was actually the first year of me accepting and becoming okay with uh, being diagnosed with Parkinson's. And once I became accepting of that, not surrendering to the disease, but accepting it in my heart so that way I could begin my healing journey, I decided to bring together some health professionals from the community to help advocate and really just teach people about health prevention and awareness and not to wait until you are diagnosed with a chronic illness to stay healthy. What can you do for yourself before that, you know? And it was about motivation and empowerment and really overcoming and and building that resiliency to know that we could really achieve our dreams. And so the first year I did it, it was about 30 speakers that I pre-recorded all the sessions. Yeah, that was the first one. And then last year I brought it onto Clubhouse and I had over 75 speakers and performers just by collaborating with so many great people um, and then, so this is my third annual one this year. This is the biggest event that I have, but I do a lot of smaller events throughout the year as well. I did a holiday healing motivational summit as well. And really it's all about bringing people together from all walks of life globally to really help inspire and empower the community to let them know that, you know what? I'm walking your path. I feel your fears. I, I cry the same way. I scream the same way. I feel what you're feeling. I feel that sadness. I feel that hopelessness and and I understand how, how it is. And because I think society sometimes, you know, we sugarcoat things and we want everybody to stay empowered, we want people to stay positive. But you know what? Life isn't always about rainbows and and, and unicorns. You know, there are the bad yeah. things that happen as well. And we we have to be acknowledging of that. So that's why I brought these people together who have these stories of inspiration, who have these real life stories that can say, I've walked this path this is what's happened to me I understand you you know what together as a community we can overcome tomorrow will be another day tomorrow will be another day for you to see something positive in your life and that's what it's really all about because I needed that motivation and I want to pass that on to somebody else so yeah just to answer your question this is the third annual summit and I'm just really proud to be able to do this again
0: Man, that's it right there. And see, stuff like that is why I feel like, like we're lying so much. Because even one of my one of my big statements, you just said that you wanted something like that, and that's what got you started doing this. Right. I feel like that's the same way. The reason why I do this gratitude journal is because I wanted so badly to see or have somebody around me that was just like strong and had this illness that I could look up to, and I couldn't find it. So I have to become that person, my damn self. And that's what the gratitude journal is doing for me. It keeps me in the inward and the internal type of way, that same thing that you're talking about right there at the clubhouse. With your virtual events, is is there any, in the past, is there any particular type of performance or speaker that comes immediately to mind and makes you go, yeah, yeah, this one speaker, this one performance,
1: I mean, they were all dynamic, amazing performances. They really were. But if I had, I mean, if I had to choose one, I mean, I think I would probably say Gershom Allen was amazing. He's known as Dr. G, the love motivator on on Clubhouse. And I remember he closed out the summit on the third day because it's a three-day live streaming summit. Last year, he closed out the summit. He was the last speaker to perform. Um, And wow, did he give a fantastic presentation. When I tell you, he uplifted, he motivated, he inspired, and he spoke his heart. And Gershom has been through a lot of stuff in his own life as well. And I remember his his talk just being so impactful to the community. But you know what? I think everybody has their way of impacting the community too, because everyone's story is going to hit someone a different way. We're going to listen to someone's story and say, oh, I understand where they're coming from. I resonate with that. And somebody else can resonate with somebody else. So. It really just is all about aligning those, those those beautiful inspirational stories together. And I think every one of those speakers were dynamic, phenomenal, and inspirational. And, and that's the thing. That's the key, you know, Kendrick. I want people to know that you don't have to have the perfect story to become part of a speaker at this summit. You don't have to be the perfect person to even tell your story. It's just about speaking from your heart it's just about being truthful, authentic and genuine and that's exactly what each speaker has done so
0: I like that I I, I like that too. I met um I met Ashton Smith in your room last week yes. the the four-time Olympic g- gymnast for the for yes. the special olympics. She was on my podcast this past weekend. Right. Oh snap. She yeah, she was awesome on my podcast. Wow, it was a great interview. I loved her energy.
1: Yeah, she has a dynamic energy. I know she has a phenomenal story as well. And I am hoping to be able to let, you know, to assist her with coming onto the summit. And I know she wants to be a speaker and I really look forward to having her because she's really going to send so much vibrational energies throughout that summit if she comes on. So I look forward to that, but she's dynamic. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, she's strong with that story, man. She is super duper strong with this story. What actually brought you to clubhouse so for me it was people i had two friends that kept telling me about this kept telling me about club about clubhouse and i kept saying uh no then my wife and other people started telling me about kent you you need to get on you need to get on clubhouse because you talk so much no i don't even jam that that no and when i finally did i haven't gotten off since what brought you to clubhouse
1: Honestly, I think a friend introduced me, and she recommend and she like she was the one that sent me the invitation to get onto Clubhouse, and then I just kept hearing people were saying it's a great networking opportunity, it's a great way to build your business. I didn't honestly, I didn't realize that it was going to turn into something more so where I was going to get the healing sensations that I needed for the Parkinson's or meet such a great group of people like yourself. I, I had no idea that was part of clubhouse honestly i just thought it was strictly for networking and business opportunities which it has been an enormous opportunity for that but now it's turned into just so many great people on there who become more than friends and family and they're just wonderful people who i want to make sure that we keep in touch because we support each other you know not just on clubhouse yeah. on Clubhouse and yes it's it's like a true community when you meet the right people and we really are gathering together to help each other encourage healing to promote that that good vibrational energy. So when I first got on, I, I didn't realize the value and what was going to happen on Clubhouse. And now I obviously see that. But um, what, I, what I will say is that, you know, I think you just have to use Clubhouse the way that you feel is right for your energy and for, you, and for your family as well, because you know, not everybody can be on Clubhouse all the time. I think we have to balance our time properly as well. But um I think it's a great avenue and a great tool, especially for people like us who are dealing with some issues. And we sometimes want to hear from other people in the community.
0: I dig that. Yeah, exactly. I dig that. I'm gonna I've already written about I've already written about your upcoming virtual event in my gratitude journal. And we week, speak of I'm going your to virtual put everything again. attached to right below this podcast so people can see exactly how to get to it, how to register, how to try to be a speaker, how to buy tickets. All your contact information will be there as well. So I wanted to let you know that I'm going to put all that right there available. Oh,
1: that's is awesome. there
0: any type of is there a specific message that you want to send?
1: You know, more than it being the event, I really, my message is that we can always make the impossible possible. And we Mm. are just like, I always say that our minds are like the ocean. You know, it can be rough and it can be rocky, but at at its depths, our minds can be still and beautiful. We just have to dig deep down into those depths and pull out the gems and let our our gems shine. We all have the ability to let our gems shine really beautifully And I know that we have those hard days that it seems like, you know, we can't, we can't get out of bed, we can't do this, we can't do that, but we have to keep on striving for the best life that we want to live. We can always create the best life for ourselves. We just have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe in the people around us, and we have to know that we can really have the ability to just recreate the story of our outcome. So it's really about just having that faith, having that hope and being dynamic in every moment, you know, experiencing every moment for what it is, enjoy the laughter, enjoy the cries, enjoy the tears. I know it sounds weird, but you know what? It's about being humble in every moment of our journey and understanding that where you are in your journey is where you belong and you will get to where you're supposed to be one day.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is all about it does it is all about taking things and accepting them right where you are right then, right, right there. So there is no there is no trying to force things on you. When you're ready for it, let it come to you, be on it the way you need to. Of course I like that. Of course I like that. Okay, so anything that just we're going to come get ready to to start mind closing things out. those three. I've got to ask you because I ask everybody these last two questions. Question number one: What is in your head right now when I talk of either music, watching, or what you are reading. So the book, whatever you're watching, or what you are listening to. Contractures are a real issue when you are bound to your wheelchair. That feeling and knowing you cannot separate your legs or your knees can completely destroy your day. So what I do is keep a pillow between my knees on those hard days. Small, medium, large, I got all different sizes of pillows, but I keep those between my legs to deal with the contractures.
1: So music, um, I, I'm a big soca fan. I'm from Trinidad, so I love my soca music. So I will listen to soca all day long. <laughs> Soka nice. makes me happy. Soka gets me going. It, it, it just invigorates me and it energizes me. So I love my soca music. Uh, what I'm watching, honestly, I got to do better. I haven't been watching too much TV. But uh, I got to binge on some Netflix because I've been kind of missing out on that. I've been working a lot. And in terms of reading, I actually read, I'm, I'm reading this book called Accountability Partner, where it's really about how to stay accountable for yourself and to others and learning how to take responsibility for your own actions. We tend to you know, blame people around us in the environment for the things that happen to us. But it's really about being aware in the moment and taking responsibility to know that you have to change your mindset. The people around you don't have to change. You have to change. So it's
0: interesting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever we are talking about books, how do you feel on reading books versus listening to books, the audio books? Are you are you cool going either way? Do you like to just prefer to actually get page turners?
1: You know what? I, I, I used to love, love reading. Now it's just like, it's so busy and especially when the kids are here and now they now I have to read their stuff. <laughs> so I'm reading through the homework. I'm reading through their stories So sometimes it's a little difficult to read. I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I have the opportunity. I mean, I think podcasts are great too, because they give you the opportunity to just hear it on the go when you're in the car and things like that. But I will say I got to do a better job of getting back into reading more because it's just been so crazy these days and. You know, you got to put your energy where you actually want it to manifest, right? Yeah. That's the important yeah, thing. definitely. You, you got to... recognize that you are, you need to change something. It's good that you recognize it. There's nothing wrong with with falling off the bandwagon or doing something that you know you think that you're not doing the right way. But it's about recognizing that in that moment and saying, okay, you know what? I'm gonna make a change tomorrow. I'm gonna shift the way that I'm my routine. I'm gonna shift the way that I'm thinking and. That's all fine, you know, nobody's perfect. And I think all too often we, we think that and we compare ourselves to others that we have to be like this, we have to be like that, but we just have to be you.
0: Is there any trick that you use, like a number one tool you use to keep yourself from comparing yourself to others?
1: You know what, Kendrick, honestly, I get up every morning and I just look at myself and I say, I am bold, I am beautiful, I am me. I am meant for this life. I am meant for greatness. And that's all that matters to me. I I'm, I mean, I'm a content creator also on social media. So I know that what the effects are on social media, people can compare themselves. But I mm-hmm. think for myself, I just look at my family and I'm blessed at what I have. And I think about the, the great things that I have in my life. And that's all that I need. I don't have to compare myself to anybody else because what I have is perfectly, what I like to say is I'm perfectly flawed. And I love that. And I'm happy with that.
0: Perfectly flawed. Perfectly flawed. Okay, okay, okay. I dig that. Perfectly flawed. When it comes to um, reading, I'm not going to lie, Queen. I, um, I almost have quit page turners. Now, what I do is I play audio books all the time. My wife used to do it. And I used to make fun of her for not actually turning. Like, yo, you being lazy, girl. Get the book. And slowly, and what it is, is Clubhouse made it easy for me to start listening to audiobooks before clubhouse i didn't really jam any podcasts i jammed one podcast two podcasts Bo on Jones. it was two sports podcasts and after two years of club like what is a year and a half a year and a half of clubhouse now i listen to audiobooks way more than i watch tv even whenever even whenever the wife and i are doing stuff a lot of times we will put we'll put the screen on like something like seinfeld Right. But I actually have a whole headset on listening to either clubhouse or an audio book or a podcast. She has her earbud in doing the exact same thing and the kids will come in. Right. Why do y'all even have the TV on? I don't I, I don't know, I guess just to have some light in the room out. Know know. It,
1: it's funny because I think a lot of people think that if you watch TV or if you do something for yourself, you're wasting time. You're not being productive. Let me just tell you right now, you, you need to take breaks. You need to do those things. I even hear people saying, you know, you, when you sleep, you should only sleep when you're dead. So that if you got to keep working. Work. You got to keep working. No, I, I'm, that's not what I believe in. I yes, her, I'm a workaholic, but I think that spending time with your family is so much more important. I think that taking the time, my husband and I just this weekend sat down. We actually watched Ray Donovan the movie. So if anybody wants to watch it, okay. Ooh. It was a great movie. I never watched the series. So we didn't really understand it. But the movie was really good. You know, and I think it's okay to take that time for yourself. I think it's okay to take those breaks. Don't ever feel like you're not being productive just because you're taking a break to watch TV or go outside, play with the kids, take a walk, you know, do things for yourself. It's not only about work, 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 work. We have to maintain that balance.
0: okay the work the balance we got to maintain of course I get that do you ever feel because of your condition that there is a clock over your uh-huh. head and yeah. that's what makes you go harder
1: yes yes I'm so glad okay. you asked that because that is so true I am um, I always tell everybody that's why sometimes I used to stay up till three four o'clock in the morning probably not get any rest just to get work done because I'm like I don't know when that day's going to be up. I don't know when my clock is going yes. to be up, and I don't want to think that. But you know what? When you have an illness like like this, it's like it's almost impossible not to think that we're only human. Those are the feelings that are mm-hmm. going to come up. But it's really about understanding that awareness in that moment, and that's why it's important to really do meditation so you can get the balance, so you can understand the balance of how the mind, body, and soul works, and just being aware and like you know what all of us have to leave this earth one day, not just me, not just you, but each and every one of us, we all have a timer on us, right? We just don't know yep. what our timer is. And we just think that we—it's ours is coming up sooner because of what we're going through. But it's about not even thinking about that, but just experiencing every moment for what it is. So while I do think that I've been trying my very best to, you know, not let that hold me back, not let that you know, make me not want to do things with my family and spend time with them just because I want to work. Because at the end of the day, when I don't when I do leave this earth, I'm not taking any of that stuff with me. The only thing with me is my soul. So
0: true. True. Yeah, that clock, um I tell my family and friends have a way of trying to tell me whenever I mention the clock that hey, it's not even what you have is not is not terminal. You're not gonna die. Right.
1: Save and him. the
0: um and um,
1: it's yeah. yeah, man. But Queen, to me, the
0: clock fucks me hard. That's not the greatest fear. To me, the greatest fear is being stuck somewhere, like in a bed or something, un, un- and unable to do any of the things you want to do. Like I don't like the worst fear to me is being that um that freaking vegetable. I don't I don't want to be a vegetable. And that's that clock, I know it's not terminal, right? But it almost makes you think. It makes it makes me think a lot right. which one is worse. Is it is it is it the isn't is it the terminal or is it being somewhere where people are constantly having to take care of you and change you and everything else and you can't even feed yourself. And yeah, that's. Un- if your classes seem too energetic or the people that you take care of seem to be moving around so much and never finish watching the show. Put those old school yoga bands on the chairs. Give the people something. Give the kids something to move the legs with, to bounce the legs off of. It's quiet. It gives them something to do. They can expend the energy. At the same time, they'll be in one spot a whole lot safer. Okay, let me me get over that. Let me get back to something way more positive. Before Before we close out, Give me a story of why you're grateful. You know how much I talk about, not the what. I want the story. What has happened that makes you start giggling or grinning to think to yourself, oh, God, uh, let me tell you about what this fool did or what she did or what has just happened. Something that takes your mind completely off the bullshit around
1: you. Why am I grateful? You know what? When I tell you something, that this always comes to mind when you just said that. When my, my daughter, my firstborn daughter, Vishana, when she was born, so my husband and I used to sleep downstairs in my living room on the floor, just because we, you know, as, as, as for our culture, we just wanted her near us. We wanted her to sleep with us. So we spread this blanket and we slept on the floor. There was a couch on the side as well. So I remember we're all sleeping and we got up in the middle of the night. I couldn't find her. I didn't see her. My heart, Kendrick, was like going a million miles an hour. I was like screaming, where is my child? Where is my child? I'm looking at my husband. I'm like, where is she? Where is she? Do you know what happened? She, she kind of like, I guess, rolled under the couch. And she was sleeping under the couch like a baby. We had no idea. I know it sounds like a crazy story. But you know what? The thing about that is that how those <clears throat> moments can bring you back to like, life is so precious. And my kids mean everything to me. My family, my husband. I've known my husband for over 25 years. He's my soulmate. He's my pride, my joy, my ride or die. And having, being able to have a family with him, and just going back to that moment, it's just like it brings everything back. So when you said that, for some reason, that came to my mind because that was just one story we always laugh about. We couldn't find her, but she had rolled under the couch. And I'm like. Oh, thank God. My my daughter didn't get kidnapped.
0: <laughs> that that is freaking awesome. That is freaking awesome. I got um I got the four kids, and my youngest is a my youngest is a of the four kids, my youngest is the only daddy's baby. Like no matter what, she's gonna rock and roll with me. She doesn't remember me walking, anything like that. All oh, she pretty much remembers daddy, daddy always needing stuff. But the story is that it was one day I was in the bathroom, and I mean, since she was maybe two. And while I was in the bathroom, she had got up out the bed and she knocked on the door and just went ahead and just left and left the apartment. She actually walked out the apartment and that was, and the other kids came, that is she left the apartment. And I'm in the bathroom <laughs> just thinking, why don't one of y'all go get her then? Yeah. Oh my God, why do I have to come off the bathroom to go get her? This is crazy. We we can't live without you. Oh man. Oh, that was, that was yeah, that was, that was crazy. That that was, um that was the office.
1: <laughs> that the fun. awful little boy. Those are the moments. Man. You know, now you look back. Yep. Oh my God, those are the moments you just gotta you gotta treasure.
0: You really do. That's what I call the wild stories. That right there. That's the. Those are the moments. Those are the things when I write those, those things down and, down and I keep them right here in the head. That keeps all the bullshit away just a little bit, right. so I can shake and bake and do my thing and dip and dive and get whatever needs to be done. So yeah, that's, that's exactly how it works. Yeah, a thousand thank yous for, a thousand thank yous for that story right there.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Well, Queen, before we get ready to close this thing out, because we're all going to close this thing out, is there anything that you want to leave the audience with?
1: You know, I would just say live your life day by day and always make sure that you're enjoying every moment. You know, enjoy the laughter, laugh, smile. Be kind to people around you, spread that joy, spread that inspiration. Always look at people around you and reach out to your loved ones and family. Don't forget about them. Reach out to people who you see that may need a helping hand, because when you spread kindness and joy to others, that comes back to you in so many different ways. And don't expect anything back. Just always know to give with open hands and receive with open hands as well. And just embrace love, embrace kindness, embrace compassion. And.
0: I think that all is well once you, once you begin. I like that. Um, when I was a school teacher, we had a, I had a wall of quotes that I always put the great philosophers and everything on there. And I taught character education. So the kids are always blown away that one of the great philosophers they had on the wall was Cat Williams. And one of his philosophical lines that had on the wall was, I don't care what happens, you better get your seven laughs in today. No matter how hard it's going for you, you right. better get your seven, getting your seven laughs is on you. Like, I don't care how bad it is. You must laugh seven times today. We right. would spend Mondays and different days. And I would ask the kids like, yo, today, put your books up. What had you laughing? And now from there, we were going to the classroom and however awful it was, whatever crazy it was, What had you laughing? So we would just spend a day doing that. Yeah, that's it. I love that. I agree. Yeah,
1: you just got to keep laughing, keep smiling.
0: Yep, that's it. Well, queen again, a thousand thank yous for coming to the University of Gratitude. This is my second interview since I've done this whole name change. It's like every five or six months, I end up changing the name of my podcast. I started out Stop two of us, then went to three of us. They came down to just me. To motivate and then you even though it's just me, I person. changed it every you can do like, it yourself, maybe six or seven months, but, but I really believe the University writing of Gratitude down why you're grateful I you're am going to change it anymore. Day. It's going to be mine instead of gratitude. bullshit. Agency of Gratitude at all times. I
1: love it. University of Gratitude, There's no complaining about if there are compatible.
0: gratitude with a Gratitude Journal. A thousand things. Thank you
1: for the opportunity. I'm blessed and I'm full the gratitude that you even thought about me to be on this beautiful podcast so thank you so much it's no problem I I had
0: to I had to bring you here and I'm going to bring you back I'm going to especially after this doggone global event that that you're having in October I'm going to bring you back definitely yep so good people I thank y'all for rocking with us I'm gonna get ready to close this thing out y'all be pretty stay grateful I salute each and every last one of you The queen and I are out.
1: Bye, everyone.
0: It is time to stop waiting on somebody else to teach you, to make you, to motivate you, to inspire you to be a better person. You can do it yourself by picking up a gratitude journal and writing down why you're grateful every single day. That will cost you nothing. There's no complaining about prices. There's no complaining about who's available. There's no complaining about if they are compatible with you. Get yourself a gratitude journal. Start writing this stuff out. Take the steps to be better. You.